The Mishnah tells us that in the case of three brothers married to two sisters and one is married to a nachris. So if uh, the first, we'll call her sister number one, if her husband dies and then she falls to Yibam, and the one married to a nachris is the one who's able to do Yibam, he does do Yibam. And then sister number two dies, so that erva should be gone. And then sister number two, sister number one's husband dies. She falls to Yibam a second time. So even though her sister's already dead, there shouldn't be any achazisha. The mission tells us no. When she became Asr, she's Asr forever. So Tosfa says, if you hold of Nisun Mapilim, the Mishnah should have given us a different case. Nisun Mapilim means, or sounds like it means, that as soon as there's a marriage, um, the Nefila Liibam started. So if so, Tosfa says, it could, it, the Mishnah could have given us the case where sister number two died right at the beginning. In other words, everybody's married to all their people, and now sister number two dies right away, before any Nefila Liibam. And now you have the same story of the Mishnah again, that sister number one's husband dies, she falls to Yibam once, then falls to Yibam a second time, she should be Nasra Alavis. In other words, if Nesil Mapilim means that the Nefila Liibam starts at the time of the marriage, so then even if, as long as they were all three married to their people, so that there were two sisters married to two brothers, once that happens, even if one of the sisters dies before any Nefila Liibam happened, it doesn't matter. They ever went away, very nice, but they were at some point married, if Nesuim Apilim means that the Nefila started then, then how come we don't say Nasro Shachas, even in that case? Tosos answers, no, that's, that's not called, it's not called a Nefila Liibam. It's only relevant to, uh, to make someone into a Tzara Zerva. What does that mean? So the Kovit Tzaros in Simen Vav Oz Gimel um, has a very clear explanation of what Nesuim Apilim means. So he says, what Nesuim Apilim is, it, it, has, it doesn't mean that there's a Nefila Liibam at the time of marriage. It, that's not what it means. What it means is that the nef, that the marriage is the thing that causes the nefila liibum. And what's that relevant to? Only a tzara. Why? When is someone called a tzaras erva? When does she get the shame tzaras erva? Tzaras erva is a new concept, an iser. When does someone become a tzaras erva? So someone becomes a tzaras erva um, at the time of marriage. So if if when they get married, someone is a co-wife of an erva to the to the yavam. So even if that erva eventually is divorced and is no longer part of the marriage, it doesn't matter. She got the shame Tzaras Erva already. It's too late. She's now a Tzaras Erva. That's what Nesuim Apila means. It has nothing to do with a Nefila Yibam. It's just that's the time where the shame Tzaras Erva is Nikva. Okay. So then Rav Hanan asks Akasha. He says, if that's true, all of it, it only has to do with uh, the shame Tzaras Erva. So what about the following case? What if you had the... Uh, the sister married, we'll call in our case, sister number two. If she died, um, if there are only two brothers and sister number two died first, so before any Nefila Liubim at all, sister number two died first. So Tosis tells us if sister number two dies before any Nefila Liubim, meaning there's no erva by the time anyone ever falls to Yibam, then you could do Yibam. So Tosis wants to know, I don't understand, I mean, sorry, Rebbe wants to know, I don't understand, what's the difference, which sister died? first. In other words, you're telling me if sister number two died before there was any Nefila Liibam, even though there's someone who was a Tzara to this Achosisha before before she died. In other words, there, there was a time where there were two sisters married to two brothers, and then one of the sisters died. But but before that happened, she was still a Tzara Sarva. There was a woman, a sister, and she had a co-wife, 
And there Tosfos says that, that you can get married, and she's not considered a Tzara Zerva. So what's the difference with sister married, died first? You're saying if the sister who's, who has a co-wife, if she dies, well, it's too late. She already got the Shem Erva. Okay, so then what does it matter if the other sister, not married to a co-wife, if she died first? But it doesn't, it shouldn't matter. They're still, they're still married um, at some point. Uh, where they're, she, they're still, the Tzara still ha, at some point was married to a Achos Yisha. Why don't we say that in that case we can't say, that in that case she should be a Tzara Sereva? So he answers, in, in Ostalad, he answers, that you cannot say that, but there, there's a difference. If the erva actually disappears, like completely, meaning because, in other words, if, if the co-wife who's, who has a, who's married, co-wife to a sister, um, if that sister gets divorced, so the erva doesn't go away, it's just not part of your marriage. But if you have a case where the erva, she's not a tzara to an erva anymore, because the erva, the erva shabo is gone, because sister number two died. So she's no longer a Tsaris erva. Oh, if the whole erva doesn't exist, then you could do yibam. It's only where the erva's still there. It's just not relevant to you because she got divorced or died. That's when we would say Nisuma Nerishonim is a problem. Nisuma Pilum is a problem. And then she would be a Tsaris erva forever.